Hi there, thanks so much for joining me today. Today, title my message is, If You Believe, You Will Say. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said when we gather in your name that you are here in the midst of us. And so we thank you that you're here, that you want to teach us your way. We just acknowledge you. We thank you that you want to prepare us to live in your kingdom here and now, and that you want us to be a witness for you, and that you want us to be ready to live in heaven with you when we leave here. Thank you that you chose us to do your work, and that you just want us to know, and that you love us so much, and we love you. Give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm so excited. God is so exciting. I just love when he gives me revelation knowledge to share with you. And this morning, um, when he was talking to me, he showed me something I had never seen before. And I want to read it to you. Mark 11. um, Actually, I forgot to turn there. So if you turn with me to Mark 11, you know, Jesus, he cursed a fig tree. And I don't think it was by mistake. I think he intended on teaching the disciples. So Mark 11, um, he cursed a fig tree, and then Peter noticed it. The next morning, and Jesus said, I tell you the truth, if you have constant faith. And um, I guess I'm still not there. thought I was. So Mark 11, in the morning, when they were passing along, they noticed the fig tree withered and completely away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said, Master, look, the fig tree which you doomed has withered away. So he was freaking out that what Jesus said happened. And Jesus replied to him, and he said, If you have constant faith in God, truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place. It will be done for him. You know, and I've heard this plenty of times before, so okay. So if you say it, then you believe it, and it will happen. But then in verse 24, he said, For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that's granted to you, and you will get it. And, you know, I remember thinking, you know, okay, well, which is it? Or I guess it's both. And But today it occurred to me that I should ask that question. What's he talking about? For this reason, I'll tell you. And so I looked in um, the King James Version, and it says, Therefore. And therefore means consequently, because. And so suddenly I realized what he was saying is, when you say, that qualifies you for asking, right? He said, when you say and you believe in your heart, it'll be done for him. And then he said, for this reason, so consequently, therefore I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that that you'll have it and it will be granted to you. You will get it. So you have to say it. And if you say it, then when you ask for it, you'll get it. And to me, that made sense. And maybe it doesn't to you, but it made sense because I know that I have to have what I say, that I have to say what I want. Because Jesus said, if you say to this mountain, so I've known this for a while, I have to say it. And it's a faith action. And if I don't say it, I'm really not believing it. So if I'm believing that I'm healed um, or that I have new teeth, that God's going to grow me new teeth, and um, I don't say it, but I'm saying what I have, 
and I'm murmuring and complaining even, then I really don't believe. So I think you can see that now. So if you say I'm healed and if you say I have new teeth, if you are like your father and you call those things to be not as though they were, you were made in his likeness. And he said, you can say, he said, light be and light was. He said that we can say, that's what Jesus is saying. He's giving us permission to change our circumstances, to talk to the mountain, tell it to move. And if you believe what you say, and then you ask, it'll be done. And so if you're believing it, if you've said it, and if you said it, really, you have been believing it, and you're working on this thing, and if you have constant faith, that means you're getting up every day. I like the way the message says that if you embrace this God life, if you have constant faith, instead it says, if you embrace this God life. So if you're making God your lifestyle, if he's, if he's the way you're going to live, if you're building your house on the rock, if um, you're going to do what the word says, you're going to get up every day and get faith. Romans 10, 17 says faith comes by hearing the word of God. So if you're going to live this God lifestyle, you're going to get up every day and you're going to look at the word. You're going to hang out with Jesus. You're going to spend time getting to know him. And you're going to find out how his kingdom operates. And you're going to read this kind of stuff and he's going to give you revelation knowledge. And so when you say to this mountain, this is what he's saying. First, you got to get faith. It has to be constant, a lifestyle you know, if you go on a diet, you try it for a while, and then you go off of it, you never really went on the diet because you lost it and you gained it. And God is saying the same thing. It has to be something you're choosing to do. You know, Jesus said, if you don't have ears to hear, you're not going to have understanding. So you can't just try it and then get it and then quit again. You have to just decide you're going to do it, and that's what it is. It's an embracing God in this lifestyle living in heaven on the earth, living in the kingdom of God right here on the earth. And God is glorified when you do that. And so, of course, he's going to give you revelation knowledge. He's going to teach you how to live in his kingdom. And so that's what he's saying. He's saying, so you talk to the mountain. First, you have that constant faith. You get, you get constant faith by hearing the word and hearing the word, hanging out with Jesus, having that relationship with him, asking him to correct you, you know, just continue growing in your relationship with him, living in heaven on the earth, proving his will is good and perfect by just letting him teach you and you obeying him. And then the next thing is you change things by what you say. So much of the time when um, I was teaching my son, he said, I said it on the inside. You don't say it on the inside and you're not embarrassed of saying it because you're living in the kingdom of God. And when you're living in the kingdom of God and you're going to do things this way, you're going to have constant faith, you're going to say, you're going to talk to your circumstances. Whether they change right away or not, you talk to them. And you say it and you say it. And then when you ask because you said it, it really proves that you believe, then you're going to get it. And I've had this going on in my life for a long time. So I'm going to tell you from experience, it works. When you say it, and I didn't, I didn't even have the understanding of it that I had today. I just knew I needed to do both, but I didn't understand the order of it. I didn't understand that I qualified to ask because I said, because I had constant faith. So when you do all of the above, Jesus is saying, and, and, the, and the below, which one below says, and when you stand praying, 
If you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven can forgive you. Let it drop, let it go. And um, I like to say, because I hear so many people say, I forgive, but I'll never forget. And the Amplified Bible says, forgive, drop it, let it go, forget about it. That means their slate is clean. And Jesus did the same thing for you. He forgave you. He forgot about your sin. He let it go. He's not going to bring it up. And so you're not going to bring up their sin. You're not going to store it in the back of your mind. You know, so many times people are going to therapists because, um, you know, they're having all these issues. And a lot of it is just forget it, forgive it, let it go and let it drop. And then you won't have to go talk to anybody about it. Because when you go talk to somebody about it, it brings it up over and over and over in your mind. You're rehashing it. And then none of this is going to work. So you have to do the order of this. If you have constant faith, then you can talk to the mountains in your life. You can talk to the impossible situations in your life. You can call those things to be not as though they were. Though they were. And when you do that, when you say it, then when you ask, then it's going to happen. And remember, if you are offended or hold anything against anyone, just forgive them, let it go, let it drop. You know, we all get in that place. We have opportunity all the time to, to get in unforgiveness and we get stuck there. And we just have to remember that we're living in the kingdom of God. We've chosen to live God's way and we're going to have constant faith. And that means that we just forgive. We just bring it to Jesus. We get our healing for the hurt that was done for to us and we just let it go. Let it drop. And so isn't that exciting? So what God is saying to us today, you know, and every day, he's not holding out on us, but we have a part. We have a part to do. I always like to bring up Matthew 7 because Matthew 7 says, 7, 7, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. You have to keep on seeking and keep on knocking and getting revelation knowledge so you can learn how to live in the kingdom of God. God's not saying no. He's saying there's a way. I'm going to teach you that way. I'm going to give you a revelation knowledge. When you have constant faith, you're going to be able to change your own circumstances. I don't have to do anything. I already did it. It's already done. That's why he said to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. You do it. I've given you all power and authority on heaven and the earth. Whatever you bind, bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loosed. I gave you authority over the enemy. I've given you permission to speak to your circumstances. You change them. And so whatever mountain is in your life, whatever impossibility is happening in your life, you can change it by saying it. So you can say the word of God says, by his stripes, I was healed. And I believe that I'm healed. And even if it doesn't happen right away, Mark 4 tells us not to get offended, but to get deeper rooted in the word of God, deep in your relationship with God. And you're going to get to the place where you're going to get 30, 60, and 100 full return on what you've sown. Sowing the word in your heart is going to grow the word in your heart, and it's going to grow up, and you're going to get to that place where you're going to have 30, 60, and 100 fold. You're going to do the word of God, and the word of God is acceptable in the kingdom of God. We just recently talked about Cain and Abel. I just thought it was so exciting you know, God said to Cain, why are you moping around? Why are you so down and depressed? If you do what's accepted, if you do the kingdom of God principles, then everything will go well for you. But if you don't, if you don't do them, then sin sits at your doorstep and it wants to devour you. 
Isn't that what Peter said? He roam, the enemy roams around like a uh, roaring lion looking for someone who he can devour. If you don't do the word of God, if you don't call those things to be not as though they were, if you don't forgive, if you don't sow the word in your heart, then he's going to devour you with his lies. And you're going to be living a lie instead of living in the truth. I just think this is so exciting. I didn't understand the order of this, this one part, verse 20 to 24. Because I heard him say, in answer to a question I asked him, he said, Mark 11, 24. And he always says that to me, Mark 11, 24. And I'm thinking, well, what about 23? And obviously I did 23. If you believe what you say, then you're going to get it. And now ask, because you said it. And really, if you go around saying you're sick, I just want to overemphasize this. If you go around saying you're sick and you got a headache and you don't feel good, you can't even ask because you don't believe. And you can't please God without faith. You got to believe first. And saying you're well and you're whole and you're healed, talking to your circumstances, calling those things to be not as though they were, saying that you believe, that you believe by his stripes you were healed. So you don't say what you see. You don't look at what is, what is temporary. But you look at what you're calling. I've told this story many times, but I was teaching my son how to get rid of pain in his back, and I was having to walk and call himself healed, and he was murmuring and complaining and saying his back hurt. And at the same time, I heard the enemy tell me what a horrible mom I was, and then God spoke up and he said, tell your son to stop saying what is. Stop saying what is. Stop rehearsing your circumstances. If you want them to change, you have to call those things to be not as though they were. You have to say it. And when you say it, that's a faith action. In Romans 10, 17, says faith without action is dead. If you don't have action to your faith, it's dead. So if you say, I'm believing God to heal me of cancer, and then at the same time you're saying, I have cancer, you're being double-minded. You can't say you have cancer. You have to say, I'm healed. I don't have cancer. By his stripes, I was healed. And you have to say it consistently. And if you can't say it, then what did Jesus say? you got to get constant faith. Because if you have constant faith, if you have steadfast faith, if you've embraced this life, if you've made a decision to serve Jesus and to take those stripes, take that thing that was done for you, that precious gift that was given for you, he laid down his life for you. And if you're going to believe that, you can receive that. And the way you receive that is you act on it. And part of acting is saying. So if you don't say it, and it's not saying if you think it, if you think it on the inside, it says say. And actually, when you look up the word, it says command. Um, The original word says command. If you command these things to change, if you believe it, if you're strong-minded about it, if you get it, You're going to say, this is going to change in Jesus' name. In his name, this is going to change. I am well. I am whole. I am healed. And you keep saying it, and you keep saying it, and you keep saying it. And then when you ask it, it's going to be done because you were saying it. And because you said it proves that you believed it, that you believe it. If you don't believe it, you're not going to be saying it. If you're not saying it, that means that you haven't been feeding on the word of God but you've been feeding on the lie around you, your circumstances, what it looks like. Um, I remember when I was believing God to heal my broken leg, and people don't do that. 
they go, the doctor. And um, God showed me which bone was broke, and I felt bone shift, and um, I had the pain, although he took away the pain before he, um, some of the pain, most of the pain, no, yeah, most of the pain before, um, okay, half the pain, before I actually had um, the total healing. And at first I was taking Advil, and that's why I'm going back and forth with how bad the pain was when I was taking Advil, it was horrible. And um, then he told me to stop taking the Advil and the pain got better. And then the next day after he told me to go on a machine at the gym, it was like, there's hardly any pain left. And my leg was healed. And I could tell it was healed. And it was a little sore. For about a week, I couldn't do my normal walking on the treadmill or of the dogs without a little bit of pain. But um, after that, the pain was all the way gone. And so I did, I believed, and I called it. I said it, and I asked, and it was done. And I did the thing of getting faith. I get faith every morning. I get up, and I get faith. At least till noon, I get faith. And all day long, I like to feed my spirit faith because I want life to be good. And so that's what you got to do. You have to get faith. Romans 10, 10, 17, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. When you hear the Word of God, you're getting God's opinion. You hear God, and you get revelation knowledge and and then you start thinking his way. And then what you think is going to come out of your mouth. And then what comes out of your mouth is what you're going to have. You're going to speak to the mountain. It's going to work. You have God's power on the inside of you to bring into the natural realm um, his will, which is good and perfect. Isn't that exciting? So the order is to get faith and then to talk to the problem, line it up with the word of God and talk to it. Have a scripture that confirms what you're believing. And then you ask, and then make sure you don't hold anything against anyone, and then you'll have it. So if you believe, you're going to say it. If you don't believe, you're not going to say it. And that's my message today. It's exciting. If you never made Jesus the Lord of your life, you can do that. I'm going to pray with you if you want me to. You should know he laid down his life for you. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He shed his blood so you could be right with the Father. He's knocking at the door of your heart, and he wants to come and live on the inside of you. Jesus said to the disciples, it's better that I go, and then God's going to send the Holy Spirit. He's going to live on the inside of you. He's going to remind you of the things I said. He's going to give you revelation knowledge. He's going to tell you things to come. He's going to be your counselor, your standby, your intercessor, anything you need. He's going to be your comforter, anything you need. He's going to be there for you. You want him. You want him to come and live on the inside of you and teach you how to live in his kingdom and to be a witness for him. When you get this stuff going on in your life, you're a witness. You're showing that his will is good and perfect. So all you have to do is say, Jesus, thank you and praise you for all you did for me. I'm asking you to come live on the inside of me and be my God and teach me your way. I love you. I want to live my life your way. I want you to correct me and teach me um, how to be a witness for you, how to be faithful to you as you are so faithful to me. Teach me how to take your power and to have it happening in my life so I can draw others to you, so I can live that good life you intended for me and live with you when I leave here. Love you, praise you in Jesus' name. God is so good. He's so exciting. He just wants you to have the best. And he's teaching you how to get it. He already did it. His grace is sufficient for you. His spirit living on the inside of you, you imitating him, loving 
um, getting that faith and having that faith action of saying it. And that takes practice. I mean, you have to say it. The first thing I believed for was flu. I said it a whole week. I had the flu a whole week. But um, after that, I never got the flu again. I didn't. And if it started coming on me, to my remembrance, I just commanded it to go. I remember one day when I, um, my nose started running, and I blew it one time, and I left the um, Kleenex where it was and decided I wasn't going to need any more. And that's what you got to do. You just got to decide that you're going to get faith, and you're going to believe the word, you're going to say the word, and then act on the word, and um, ask, and you will receive and forgive. God's law is love. Everything works by love in his kingdom. So I hope that you ask him to come live on the inside of you and that you're going to live in his kingdom. Just let him correct you and teach you. Sometimes it doesn't feel so good, but he's getting all the things out of your life that aren't going to do you any good. And he's preparing you to live in his kingdom right here on the earth. And then when you leave here, if you said that prayer today or if I inspired you, I love it so much. If you let me know, I have contact information at the end of my video. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today.